0: Chris Tommaso is with us, CEO, President, First Watch Restaurant Group, joining us live from the NASDAQ market site in the middle of Times Square, which is very busy. It's great to see you, sir. Thanks for being with us. Congratulations on the IPO, the ticker symbol FWRG, friends, so you can take a look. So tell us more about your big day here.
1: First Watch is a a breakfast, brunch and lunch concept. We've been around for uh, almost four decades where the we're the leader in daytime dining and, and we're excited to uh, make our debut uh, on the Nasdaq exchange today
0: What separates your company from the others, you know, how are you growing in your concept and excited about the future?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's our differentiation, you know, first Watch is is daytime only we're open from 7 a.m. until two thirty 30 p.m. Um, you know, we make everything fresh to order. It's there's no heat lamps deep fryers or microwaves in our in our restaurants and um, you know also from an employee perspective, you know, we're, we're able to attract the best and the brightest in the restaurant industry because we're, uh, again, they get to be home at night with their family, but still have a, a great job in the hospitality industry. So we've been, we've been you know, uh, growing. We were the fastest growing full-service restaurant company in America in 2019 and 2020. And uh, we're looking forward to bringing First Watch to a lot more uh, neighborhoods around the country.
0: What would, where are you focusing?
1: So, you know, our growth, we're in we're in 28 states right now, and and our growth will be a mix of uh, uh, core markets where we're we're pretty heavily penetrated and emerging markets that we may have entered into in the past five or six years that still have a tremendous amount of green space Uh, and then new markets that we uh, haven't even entered yet. So every 12 or 18 months, we select a new market to enter. This year happened to be the Chicagoland area, but we see the potential for 2200 restaurants across the U.S. and we're we're uh, well on our way there.
0: At this point now, when you 're in twenty eight states, you said, and you want to do this expansion, um, what are some of the biggest hurdles, and how will you overcome those?
1: you know again we 've been doing it for many years you know we, we expect ten to twelve percent unit growth a year um, i don 't see any any hurdles from a bricks and mortar and, and real estate um, availability perspective. Our, our development team is among the best in the industry, and they 've got a very robust pipeline of sites and so uh, our philosophy is to grow behind great people. So uh, just like we have a real estate pipeline, we, we have a people pipeline that, um, you know, we're able to attract folks who are interested in growth because we are one of the few, um, you know, full service restaurants that are high growth. And so they, they, they come into our into our system. They understand the opportunity for growth. And that's that's, you know, that's the basis for our growth going forward is to is to have this pipeline of, of qualified managers to open these restaurants around the country. And um, again, we've just got a great system and a process for doing that.
0: And I think that you make a great point when you talk about, you know, you talked about employees now being happy that they can head home in the evenings to be with their families, because I think that's a wave. Something that's come out of COVID, too, is that people are looking for more of a quality of life. And with First Watch Restaurant Group, sounds like they can do absolutely that. The stock is up more than 20 percent. Afternoon trading today. So it's certainly in its debut being received beautifully um, How important is it to you? I'm sure you have a lot of employees under your umbrella and trying to get more as many restaurants probably are right? Um, you know, we've seen mm-hmm. restaurants cutting down hours, maybe minimizing some of the menus that have been that's been an issue um, Closing earlier. I mean 7 to 2 30 Tell me more about the employees and things like that, just the real world issues that you have day to day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've, we've heard similar situations of crises in our industry where folks have had the, like you said, you know, close early or close one or two days a week that they weren't doing before because they didn't have the staff uh, to, to handle those hours. We, we fortunately have had to do none of that. We've maintained the entirety of our menu. Uh, we've kept all of our hours and all of our operating days. And I think a big reason for that was, because uh, you know the relationship with our employees, we had 100% of our directors of operations return post-pandemic, 90% of our general managers returned post-pandemic, and 75% of our tenured hourly staff returned as well. So coming out on the other side of COVID, um, the worst of it anyway, we had that core base of seasoned employees who were ready to serve customers who wanted to come back, and we had a lot of customers who've come back. And so us being able to uh, you know provide that high level of service that they. They knew and loved before COVID with the same people, the same smiling faces, albeit behind a mask, uh, really helped in our rapid recovery from COVID. And we're, you know, we're seeing, um, you know, high teens comps over 2019 and, um, you know, we've returned to positive traffic for the quarter. So, again, our recovery has been spectacular. And that's thanks to, I think, our ability to attract, but then seriously, in this case, retain uh, our employees. So we didn't start in the hiring hole. Uh, That many others did. And and I think that has uh, really set us up for success.
0: Yeah, a testament to you and your company, the fact that so many have returned and you still have the leadership that you need. And this is all, you know, with your daytime cafe, I mean, basically, right? Breakfast, brunch, and lunch. Um, When you had your road show, were there, you know, what were some of the most common questions that you had to answer? I'm sure you're happy to answer all the questions, but. What were some of the most common questions you answered and and you're so happy to be here at this point now after that big roadshow?
1: i think that's a big part of it you know it was the uh you know getting people to understand the beauty of our model and the beauty of one shift a day and what that means from a from a you know L perspective and and from a return and results perspective you know we have we have um uh, incredible sustained results you know uh, 24 consecutive quarters of positive same restaurant sales six straight years of, of positive annual traffic counts and so um but you know the the first inclination is to think wow well what if you open for dinner what could happen there and you know most restaurants have uh they serve two day parts we just happen to serve two different ones breakfast and lunch and breakfast happens to be um you know a highly profitable uh, day part and so uh getting getting the investment community to understand what i call the beauty of our model um has been uh a, actually a lot of fun over the past, you know, weeks and months and, and getting to tell our story. And then once they see, you know, the output of that, the, the, the uh, you know, turnover that's 20% lower than industry average, the, those, those same restaurant sales and traffic results that I've shown and the, the cash on cash returns on our new restaurants exceeding 50%, you know, then everything kind of clicked. And I think that's what you're seeing, uh, the, you know, why our, our reception in the market today has been so favorable.